Here is your weekly UFC show. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This time, just a few days behind UFC 245, the final pay-per-view event of the UFC in the year 2019. And what a stunning event this was this time, guys. Incredible. We had such good fights. We had amazing performances. So let's start talking about the UFC 245 before we give a, a quick preview on the UFC Fight Night, which takes place this weekend in South Korea, Busan. Again, a pretty good time for us European fans to watch a fight night because this one it begins at 11 a.m. for the European time. So this is pretty good. But first, as I told you, let's have a look back at the UFC 245, guys. What a cracking event this was throughout the whole main card. Obviously, the great performance by Kamara Usman, who defeated the star and trash-talking Kobe Covington via fifth-round TKO after Kobe Covington broke his jaw before the fourth round and continued fighting for two more rounds. So, as I told you in the last episode, Kobe is not only good in trash-talking, this guy can fight and... Um, Despite he doesn't have a lot of fans or people who, who love him, he showed a great performance. And um, we saw the, the scorecard of the referees um, after the fourth round. So it was pretty interesting to me because if Kamaru Usman um, wouldn't knock, knock um, Colby Covington down, the scorecards were one referee had 3-1 Covington after four, four rounds. Another referee had it 3-1 three, uh, three, for Kamaru Usman. And a third referee had it 2-2. Two and two. So, in my opinion, 3-1 Covington. I'm not quite sure which fight this referee saw. But, well, it was it was an equal draw. after f Like, if the fight would have been stopped after four rounds, it would have been a draw. But, thankfully, the fight continued... Um, Kobe Covington continued fighting with a broken jaw after a huge right hand by Kamara Usman. And um, what's pretty interesting about this fight was, guys, as a lot of people expected, the better striker will win this fight, which is and clearly was Kamara Usman. He's technically way better in striking with way more power, but still Kobe Covington landed, landed some good shots. But Usman has a great chin. So it was so impressive because none of these guys even tried one takedown attempt. Not not one, not one attempt, guys. So I imagined before the fight maybe there were uh, there, there are coming some some takedown attempts um, in the closing seconds of some rounds to gain some more points in order to win this round, but it was a, only a striking matchup with Kamaru Usman being the better one in striking and also his condition was awesome because people told before the fight to Kamaru Usman that he should watch out before Kobe Covington's gas tank um, because he's he's super good cardio but Kamaru Usman's cardio looked way better in this bout and his striking was better 
He's the better, the harder and the more technical puncher. So that's what made him the winner of this fight and still the welterweight champion of the UFC. And um, Kobe Covington immediately got transported to the hospital after the fight with a broken jaw. So obviously he immediately left, left the octagon after the fight as he didn't want to give an interview, as you might know, because... He talked a lot of trash and a lot of bullshit before the fight, before all of his fights. So, but yeah, he's a great he's a great fighter. He showed a great performance, but Kamaru Usman was the better man in this one, and um, yeah, that's why he won. So, who is next for Kamaru Usman? We all might have heard of this guy called Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, and this might be the one. That is next for Kamaru Usman because Masvidal is clearly looking for big money fights in the UFC right now. And um, Kamaru Usman definitely would be a money fight for Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. And a pretty interesting bout as well, in my opinion. So, heads up to Kamaru Usman who showed a great performance. Um, also, heads up to Kobe Covington and a good recovery. But I'm I'm thankful that Kamaru Usman won this bout. And I think a lot of you as well. So we had a co-main event. The second title bout, guys. Max Blast Holloway was defending his featherweight title against Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Unsuccessfully, guys. Alexander the Great Volkanovsky with a stunning performance. An awesome game plan. He won the fight clearly via decision. All the judges scored the fight for Alexander Volkanovsky. And um, yeah, I saw the fight for Volkanovsky as well. Um, he had a super game plan. He was attacking Max Holloway's legs very hardly throughout the whole fight. So Holloway had to switch stances all the time and could not use his, um, his good movement and his cardio. So, and Alexander Volkanovsky who is clearly the better striker in this fight, has now won 13 fights in the row, or 14, I'm not quite sure again, and is now the undisputed featherweight champion of the UFC. Um, a lot of people, also me, um, thought that Max Holloway's cardio was too much for Alexander Volkanovsky, but he proved us wrong because... His cardio, the cardio of Alexander Volkanovsky was great. He looked very good. Super performance, super striking, super cardio. And um, he earned it. He's now the UFC featherweight champion. The first one that is born in Australia. And we will see how it, how it will continue for Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. And who is who was getting the next title shot against the great man from Australia? Then we also saw the lioness, the goat in the females mixed martial arts. She defeated Amanda Nunes, defeated Jermaine the Randomy after five rounds via unanimous decision in a not a super interesting fight in my opinion, but with a good game plan of Amanda Nunes. She knew that Jermaine Durandamy might be the better striker in this fight. And so her game plan was to take her down, which she did very, very successfully. I think almost every takedown attempt 
um, was successful and Jermaine Durandamy obviously lost all the points while she was on the ground and um, this is why Amanda Nunes came out better in this bout winning it by decision and still be the bantamweight champion in the UFC. But in my opinion, if Jermaine Durandamy's takedown defense would have been better and she would have been able to stay on her feet, this fight would have been super, super interesting. But Jermaine Durandamy was just not a good grappler and her takedown defense was just not good enough to to compete with a championess like Amanda Nunes and therefore she earned it to still be the bantamweight and also the featherweight champion um, in the UFC. Good performance by her also again and um, I'm also very interested in who is the next to face Amanda Nunes for either the bantamweight or the featherweight championship belt. Then. We also saw two bantamweight bouts um, with non-title fights. The first one we saw, the opener of the main card, was Peter Jan versus Uriah Faber. And Peter Jan earned the performance of the night bonus with his fight because he knocked out Uriah Faber after 43 seconds in the third round. In my opinion, still a good fight by Uriah Faber, but Peter Jan is just he's just too all-rounded and too good for Uriah Faber and knocking him down in the third round. So, and he's getting pretty, pretty close towards a title shot with the bantamweight champion, Henry Cejudo. And then we had another very interesting bantamweight bout between Marlon Moraes, ranked on number one, and Jose Aldo, who just came down from the featherweight division cutting weight to compete in the bantamweight division and he said he felt really really good with this weight cut and showed an incredible performance was walking Marlon Moraes down to the whole fight um, taking over the, the middle of the octagon and um, great performance by Jose Aldo and in my opinion he would have won the fight because he was the better man in the octagon. But the referees saw the fight in favor of Marlon Moraes, who won it via a split decision. So pretty hard um, debut in the bantamweight division for Jose Aldo, as he was the better man. And most of the people said he should have won the fight. But the referees didn't, didn't score it in favor of Aldo. So... Marlon Moraes is still number one ranked in the bantamweight division and we'll see if he gets a title shot with Henry Cejudo or if Peter Jan gets a title shot or if these two guys have to fight each other first. It's going to be interesting in the bantamweight division, guys. Yeah, and before the year closes, guys, we have one more event this year taking place in Busan, South Korea, headlining... The main event, Frankie Edgar versus the Korean zombie Chen Sung Young. Super interesting bout in my opinion. Frankie Edgar who is replacing Brian Ortega who torn his ACL and therefore is, uh, is, is not able to compete in this main event. But Frankie Edgar ranked on number 4 takes on Chen Sung Young, the Korean zombie ranked on number 6. Which is going to be a very interesting fight.
Um, in my opinion, the Korean Zombie will get out better in this one in front of his home crowd in South Korea. We have a stunning co-main event, guys, in the light heavyweight division. Alexander Rakic, who knocked out Jimmy Manua with a huge head kick, will take on Vulkan Özdemir, another knockout artist in the light heavyweight division. This is going to be a super interesting co-main event. We will also see Doho Choi in the featherweight division taking on Charles Jordan. As you might see, we have a lot of South Korean fighters. Another light heavyweight bout where Da Eun Jung takes on Mike Rodriguez. We have a middleweight bout where Yoon Young Park takes on Marc-Andre Barrio. And as an opener of the night, we have Kyung Ho Kang in the bantamweight division taking on Liu Pingguan. So this is going to be a good fight event, especially for Asian fans, because a lot of a lot of Asian Asian fighters will will fight on this on this fight card. And as I told you before, it's a perfect timed fight night for us European fans as at least in German time, the main card starts at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So it's going to be great to not have to set on, set on the alarm at a time like 4 a.m. like last week. Um, yeah, and we also see super spectacular fights. The Asian fighters are always good for nice performances. And um, I can't wait for this event. And... I'm looking very much forward to the co-main event in the light heavyweight division be between Volkan Özdemir and Alexander Rakic. And obviously the main event, the Korean Zombie versus Frankie Edgar. And as you might remember, the Korean Zombie was one of the few guys that executed a twister submission in the octagon. So it's going to be interesting. Good strikers, good submission artists throughout the whole fight card, guys. This is going to be a super interesting last UFC event in the year of 2019 before the year 2020 opens with the huge with the huge main event um, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone at UFC 246. I guess it's January 18th next year. So the year 2020 will open as interesting as the year 2019 closes. So Thank you guys for listening again. I hope you will watch the fight we the fight night this weekend again. And I would love to welcome you next year when we discuss UFC 246, Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Conor McGregor. And I will keep you updated with more news in the UFC. And I hope you enjoyed my podcast so far. If so, give it a heads up and we'll talk to each other next year. Stay interested in the UFC, guys. Take care and uh, have a good new year.